This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's Thursday, it's 6.30-ish, and this is the Mansfield Matters Podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Coming up this week, we look back on a long trip to Yeovil, where the Stags return with just a point. Boss David Flickcroft and striker Craig Davis give their reaction. It's always nice to score, so, you know, I was happy with that to get off the mark, and... Just a little bit disappointed, you know, we didn't get all three points. It was a midweek cup frenzy as the Stags put six past Accrington, which included a return for star striker Danny Rose, who scored inside a minute of coming off the bench. Boss David Flickcroft shares his delight for Danny. The cross has come in and Danny's, you know, in a great position, the aggression that he's run with uh, to go and score that. It was nice to see, you know, the Danny of old. Now he knows that he's got to win these fans back over. He's already done that once and now he knows that he's got to do it again. The display also saw an impressive performance from Callum Butcher, who comes off the transfer list. Assistant manager Ben Futcher explains why. He really didn't enjoy it last season here and he was kind of he was he was keen to leave in the summer. But he's come back, he's really got his head down, he's worked quite close with the manager, he's been fantastic in training. And lightning winger turned right wing back CJ Hamilton shares his thoughts on his new position in the team. Hamilton and I have to give a big thanks to the gaffer who's been telling me how to slot in and actually Futch been helping me as well, like how to get the position right so you don't have to give yourself too much to do and obviously then I think all of that and much more, including the live Carabao Cup draw to see who stags draw in round two. First time they've been at that stage in the competition in over a decade. Plus, as always, we'll have your comments and questions in the only show for the fans, by the fans, where you can have your say on your team every single week. This is the Mansfield Matters Podcast with Craig Priest, Simon Mercer, Nathan Edge and Cam Felton. by and what a week it has been. Danny Rose is back firing in action and the Stags are through to the second round of the League Cup for the first time in over a decade and we're still unbeaten in the league. Could it be any sweeter? I'm Craig Priest with me tonight Simon Mercer, Nathan Edge and Cam Felton, the usual four all back together and I already feel like I'm letting the side down because I'm the only one who's not wearing a Stag shirt. 
There is a pile there, but I'm, I'm certainly not going to get changed on, on, on the camera. I might, I might, when we play one of the interviews, I might, I might do a quick change, but there you go. <laughs> uh, get your comments in, as always, tonight. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, of course, because Mansfield matters. What have we got coming up tonight, then? Well, we're going to hear from David Flickcroft. He's going to be talking about his delight for Danny after he got back on the score sheet. We're going to be hearing from him and Craig Davis as they give their re- uh, reaction to the Oval game. We'll hear from CJ, CJ Hamilton on his new position and assistant manager Ben Fletcher uh, talks about uh, Callum Butcher being removed from the transfer list on that. Plus, as always, uh, your um, your comments, as always, get them in, in the comments box. And if you listen to the audio version of this, Thursday 6.30-ish. Where were you? Get involved every single week on the live feed. Plus tonight as well, something a little bit different as well. The stakes are in round two of uh, the, the, the League Cup. And the draw is in about 25 minutes time. So we're going to keep an eye on that. Unfortunately, we can't actually show you the draw because we would get sued for copyright. Uh, but we can watch the draw on mute and not show it you and obviously react to what we see. So we're going to do that basically and try and keep you as up to date. Mm-hmm. As we can. Well, let's um, start then by um, going all the way back to last Saturday, and I'll start with a man who queued for an hour at KFC uh, services just to get some food and spent five hours uh, chewing his uh, fingernails, hoping to get to the game alive in Camp Felton. It was possibly the worst day you could <laughs> ever imagine. I don't know. There was extra last season. Uh, that wasn't too bad. We did win. But yeah, but you got your card. Yeah, I got my car declined and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, that was then, this is now. But, um, no, uh, overall, you can't complain about the day in total. We, Fair enough, it was disappointing to go behind twice, but it's something we've not had this season so far. We've not had to go f- come from behind. Even in pre-season, we've always been on it first goal scorers. We've never really had to bounce back and react to go in a goal behind and I think that was the most positive thing about it on Saturday we didn't let Yeovil get on top of us too much that we just felt pressured and dropped further and further back after we conceded we were on it as soon as the ball was played and that's possibly the best thing I think to take out of that game Nathan we've been saying sort of for the you know for the past couple of weeks or so we want to see um, Mansfield tested we want to see Mansfield have to put a bit of a, a fight back in and they got that at Yeovil twice yeah, I think that's probably the most um, positive thing to take out of the match, really. Obviously, a point on the road is always a great thing, and it's a long way to go to the Oval, as, uh, as you found out very quickly. Um, but I just think, um, I, I, I was hoping for a win, I'm not going to lie, because I feel like the Oval are a team that are probably going to be down there towards the bottom of the table come the end of the season. So uh, I would have liked to see them come away there with all three points like we did last season. Um, but, I mean, I'll take a point. You know, for as long as we carry on, Putting good performances at home and then picking up points on, on the road, that's good enough. That's what that's that's what you need to do, isn't it? So what about yourself? <laughs> we're slapping at cameras. <laughs> we've got we've got a new camera, um different What's it even done? It's very distracting. No, 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 what's even done? We've gone thermal. Yeah, oh, it's, oh dear. It's it's one time on. thermal Oh there you go, that's it. Mess about with it. as you can see on screen, we've actually got a new camera now, um which cameras it 
but I've not figured out how to leave it on for the full show and it keeps going off. So I said to Cam before we came on air, if it goes off, I'm going to give you the nod. He needs to turn it back on. He's managed to put it in, he managed to put it in thermal mode for a bit and he's, um, yeah, knocked it out. You know it had that mode? Like, no, I, I so didn't I know. No. <laughs> I, was, I was just trying to tell Cam it was t- a touchscreen camera as well because something comes up on the display which you need to press yeah. before you start. But there you go. Teething problems. Uh, anyway, let's go back to yourself, uh, Si. Let's, uh, let's talk about Saturday in, in the Oval. When you saw it, come through and you saw us go sort of a goal down what were you thinking I was hoping like you guys were that you know a bit of a test to go uh, you know a goal behind and see see how we react and best possible reaction we could have is dig in and, and get the equaliser to be honest twice and what does it say about us as a side name for the fact that you know we, we we collectively not sort of standing around going it's your fault it's your fault it's your fault what does it say about us as a unit the fact that we are fighting back to try and you know win these games well I think the early signs are that we are a team that's very much together you know we saw it we've, we've seen it quite a lot I think I think what's helped a lot with this squad is that all well, you know, well most of the uh, signings were made very early uh, so they've had the whole pre-season to uh, you know to gel and get to know each other and become a become a team and get that togetherness with them and I think uh, Walker uh, mentioned it in his, uh, in his in one of his press conferences at some point about how him coming just before uh, you know just before Portugal and being able to go out there and stuff has helped him uh, settle in. So I'd imagine the same would be for, for the likes of Preston and and Bishop and, and and so on. So I think that's been the key, and I think that's why we've got off to a uh, you know touch wood so far. So good, a good start to the season. The most frustrating thing though, Cam, was the fact that you know the system which had worked so well for us was undone quite easily we got caught a little bit too high and rightfully got punished from it oh definitely I think when we were looking just looking at the pitch looking at the conditions I think it did start to rain whilst we were warming up quite heavily as well you just thought this is it was quite a narrow pitch the weather was poor the wind was terrible it was so bad you were just and all the place to score a goal Johan Arkin. Well, yeah, exactly. Johan! <laughs> but it's... It, in the room. Yeah. If anything was going to go wrong throughout the season, Yeovil was the one because it was the first one on the road trying to play the same system and it just didn't work. Quite a narrow pitch. You couldn't use the wing-backs. Mal Benning ended up getting booked so he cautious on that and it was just... The referee and the linesman were just, well... The, the amount of grief that the linesman got from Stags fans in that corner was <laughs> amazing but it, it, not that Stags fans do that the, the refereeing and the, at all the refereeing at all. we just the refereeing was just wasn't consistent but we can't blame that on our performance I think we had an alright performance but I just there are places to improve though I mean I watched the goals and for the second one I think Mal's way out of position I mean, Conrad saves it, he pushes it out and it comes to Johan. And yeah, Mal Benning, who's meant to be a left-back, is halfway up pitch. Post, exactly. And, and he scores. And then when you see Mal's reaction, it's like, well, that's your position. You should be back there defending. Exactly. You know, you should be down at bottom end. You should be down there defending. So I think Mal were a little bit to blame for the second goal. Who was left side centre off on uh, Saturday yeah. Pierce. Pierce could you say that it was a combination between the two's fault because if you think if 
Christian Pierce is playing left-sided as well. Should he be? He got sucked in to the massive melee, and it's like, Don't. if you've not got one player there, you've got you've got to react and cover. But nobody really reacted. No, nothing really no. happened until Don't, we don't get behind. me wrong. I mean, Mouth started the season very, very well, and he's playing really well. The only criticism I've got with him is that he's too far up the pitch sometimes, and he leaves like the winger with way too much space and he struggles to get back at times I think Is that going to be a, a problem which we need to address sooner rather than later Nathan because you know as Sai said and has proved on Saturday we got caught a little bit too high you know the, the two wing backs are you know more attacking minded than what they are defensive and it's only going to take a, a better team than Yeovil to be fair to to them to, to go and punish us and for me I think I'm quite actually concerned about Colchester on, on Saturday they've had a great start yeah I think that is going to be a very interesting game they've made some good recruitments over the over the summer so that's going to be tough but uh, I think if, if you look at our start and that, you know I'll probably say going back to the last pre-season friendly which was with Rotherham was it yeah um, the, the, the bits that you can probably pick out are probably the fact that we are we do need to improve a little bit defensively and it's not that we've not got good players there um, and I, so I don't know if it's just if I don't know if it's down to them building uh, the relationship a little bit more and, and stuff like that. But I know against Newport we were lucky to get away. With, we gave them a lot of free headers, and that's what I pointed out on last week's podcast that you know that that with a bit more quality behind it, you know, a bit more um, better attacking threats, they they could have taken advantage of that. Mm. Uh, so the same, you know, uh, it's, it's same with this. You know, people can. I feel like sometimes we need a plan B. and We need to do something like if we're going to go somewhere like Yeovil, like that counter with a narrow pitch where. Our system might not work. Yeah, we can go out there and try it, but if it's not working, we need to react to it. We need to change something. So I, that's all I want to see from us, just have a bit of a plan B for those games where it is going to happen in the season, where it's not going to be going right. We need, to, we need to do something and react to it. On the whole, though, a point away from home keeps us unbeaten in, in two games. A good point. Mm, very. If somebody said to me last before the game on Saturday, you know, you're going to go down there and have a 2-2 draw, uh, I'd have took that, to be honest. I know I said last week we'd win, but <laughs> thinking about it, you know, it's, you know, a point's better than none, if you get me. Great so, punditry. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it really? <laughs> no, I'm not going on that one. I mean, I, I was too busy with Shell Cole that night anyway, so... Uh, oh, here but we don't go. Worry, I've, I've listened back to the commentary and uh, caught up with everything, so I'm not just talking absolute you know, rubbish here, but... Uh, yeah, I was a little bit too busy. Sorry, guys. Here we go. Before we read the comments, then, I know you've been itching to tell us all week. Fill us in on your Cheryl Cole, <laughs> Cheryl Tweedy, Cheryl Vernandez, Vecini, Cheryl Edge encounter. In the future, yeah, yeah. No, we just went to a show, so. Uh, do, do, does, does Emma know about this? She was there. That's oh, right. Oh, I, I, I don't know whether that was over there a minute whilst. Uh, uh, Abby goes in for a kiss. Really, it wasn't me. Oh, I didn't go in for one. No, we, we, yeah, we went to a show, so that's why I wasn't there. I was, I was actually a bit annoyed to be fair. The plan was originally the the time was uh, it was due to start at uh, four o'clock. So I thought at least I'm going to get a decent amount of the match in, and I'm going to sit there, you know, look at the updates, and then uh, they moved it to quarter three, and then we got there. It didn't start till seven in the end, so uh, I got to listen to most of it anyway. So it's all good, but yeah, Cheryl Cole just couldn't keep away. She saw me and like. She, she wants to come over and then she saw I had a dog as well so that's, just, well, that's an extra bonus so okay yeah the other way around but whatever let's move on absolutely shocking more <laughs> on Nathan's personal life in 
Nathan's Adventures podcast next week. Tune into Nathan Matters. Nathan Matters. Nathan doesn't matter. Let's go back to that. Is is it just got a little bit of a different edge to what we do, to be honest? Yellow cards. If if managers can get, uh, if managers can get yellow cards now, as we saw the Accrington manager get on Tuesday night, I'm going to crack your volley. By the way, I'm going to introduce (laughs) yellow cards to this podcast. That, that, I think that's just a warning to be honest yeah. I reckon that's no. first, that was my first offence that's just a warning let us know in the comments should we book Cam Felton <laughs> for awful puns or uh, should we uh, let him off with a warning talking of comments let's have a look at some of them coming in so far tonight uh, Stephen says unfortunately it's a bit of a depressing week we've had not many goals to talk about really no <laughs> Peter says listening from Northampton services what a place uh, Roger says uh, Davis was unlucky in the second half at Yeovil but I'll take a point um, Chris says it shows desire and commitment of the team and squad not wanting to lose the game which bodes well for the rest of the season um, Roger says Stags don't usually beat Colchester but I'm feeling optimistic for Saturday especially after Tuesday night's performance we'll come on to that in just a second but, uh, well, no idea we'll, mm. we'll, we shall find out and we shall remind ourselves uh, but first let's take a little listen to some reaction from the Yeovil game Craig Davis got his first Mansfield Town goal uh, in a competitive fixture uh, we'll hear his reaction and we'll hear the reaction of Mansfield manager David Flickcroft starting now with the goal scorer here's the reaction of Craig Davis it's always nice to score, so you know I was happy with that to get off the mark, and just a little bit disappointed, you know, we didn't get all three points. You know, it all happened quite fast, like the ball come across the box and the defender missed it, and I just kind of anticipated him missing it, and then just managed to get a good connection on and beat the keeper. The one, you know, I was really disappointed with the header that um, the boy headed onto the crossbar, so I thought that had gone in to be fair, but. You know, it's a good point as well. It's a hard place to come to here. You know, I've been here a couple of times over the years, and it's a tough place to come to. And that point could be massive at the end of the season. At times, it was a basketball game. You know, very open, very expansive. I think for the neutral, it was a game of uh, quite a lot of chances. But I think certainly that second half, the clean-cut chances that we. Uh, that we didn't really, um, you know, take full advantage of. Uh, on another day, Dave O finished the game with three three goals. Uh, he saved it quite well from um, from close range, but I'd expect Dave O to to wrap the back of the net. It was very much like the first one. Uh, then he's at the bar. Um, Mal Benning's late one at the end. Macca's cross. Mal Benning coming in late. Tyler Walker across the front post. We created some really good chances uh, second half to go on and win the game, and uh, probably disappointed in that aspect. The two goals we've conceded, uh, we looked a bit nervy in a couple of uh, couple of instances. But uh, no, we certainly attacked Yeovil enough to go and win the game. That's the views of Stags boss David Flickcroft, and of course. Um, Stags goal scorer Craig Davies talking about that uh, Yeovil game uh, David Flickcroft thinks we should have won the game Craig Davies thinks he should have scored more goals let's start with uh, Flickcroft is he right Should we? did we do enough to win it or is on reflection as a point the right result I think a point taking things from the first half yes because we we had a couple of chances where we possibly could have done better but the getting, getting the two goals would be a fair reflection of the half but in second half, they were cutting us apart. And then the last last te- five, ten minutes, we were just, every chance we got, we were just either rushing it or we just couldn't find the target. Mal Benning missing one 
Uh, Tyler Walker missing one. Davies having one tipped onto the bar by defender. It uh, just looking back at it, a draw would be a fair result, but we probably should have done better with a couple of chances that we did get. I feel like Yeovil would probably say the same thing. One day they they probably say they had some chances that they missed and uh, they could have easily won the game. So two two for me is a fair result. I, I know what it is. <laughs> Simon's phone's ringing. That's Nathan's oh, looking at okay. me because his phone's ringing. Should turn. We should be fresh and turn the phones up. But there you go. Uh, you can go and answer it if you want. We can answer it live if you want. Who is it? No, it's Any, fine. Anyone, it's, uh, anyone, somebody coming to fix my sofa for tomorrow. I think. All oh. right, fair enough. Simon's having his sofa fixed. There you go. Fantastic. <laughs> this, this, this podcast tonight is turning into the inside of uh, <laughs> our lives. Cam, any updates from your life? No? No. No. Just watching Sky Sports games. Very interesting. There you go. We've, we've uh, come so far. You'd have thought we'd have. Uh, Done, done better than this what do you mean so, so far so far right that's a definite <laughs> that's a red that's, 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 that's a definite that's a straight bucket. red one more and you miss next week's podcast that's it <laughs> free, free that's, podcast banner I think that's it uh, looking at some more of the comments and let's get this back on track this is going hor- horribly smashingly wrong um, Joe on the comment says I'm, infre- I'm impressed with this squad, squad togetherness uh, to me it looks like the lads are playing for the name on the badge and not the name on the back of the shirt agree yeah yep I think that's the big thing that's the big (laughs) thing this season isn't it I think you could pretty much you could tell last season that especially at some points that there was a bit of a hesitance to play for the name on the front and for the badge on the front and for whatever David Flitcroft has done he seems to have installed that into them yeah there were one or two that I were a bit dubious about of like playing for the name on the bike but Seems to not not be the case at the moment. They seem to be playing for the badge. Yeah, some some could say he's, uh, he's galvanised the squad. You know, it's uh, it's a possibility that has been the case. If we but carry on like this, well, I'm gonna, it's just going to be me next week. <laughs> what? What's side on? <laughs> it's just. Oh, side just now. He had his phone on. Yeah, he, he had his phone on. He forgot to t- uh, turn his car off. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. That's... Bad emissions. Uh, Callum in the car. Around this fish. estate, that's I'm brave. Gonna, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Callum in the comments says, would absolutely love a League Two side uh, this round. He's talking about uh, the uh, the Carabao Cup, uh, of course. Hopefully we'll beat them and then pull a big Premier League team in the third round. Well, that, without further ado, let's move on to that Accrington game. And, pff, wow, I don't think any of us expected that they'd be an eighth. Oh, no, I, I, if you look at my Twitter time, and I so predicted it beforehand. <laughs> it was the opposite. No, um, it's Accrington, isn't it? So we were all expecting the just the usual um, yeah, defeat, really. That's all we get off them, isn't it? Usually, so, pretty much. Uh, yeah. You know, I, my I wasn't too uh, optimistic beforehand, uh, but what a way to put that sort of bad run to bed, isn't it? Like you know, it, and uh, what I liked about it the most is that the fact that we reacted like we did against the Oval we went one down and then we're straight up the other end pretty much not you know it was only a few minutes after wasn't it and, about uh, three minutes yeah, yeah. yeah with a helping hand from the from the referee and the linesman and before we know it we're back we, you know, well we're in front so uh, but it, it, never mind those two incidents early on to then go on and get another four goals from then it was uh, I, 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 I I'm going to say this my dad's going to love it I didn't see it coming to be honest <laughs> that's a yellow surely yeah, no, he's insulted himself he's not insulted on the world so it's fine oh dear I'm going to be a bit controversial now oh controversy stand by your does anybody else think that Tyler Walker dived no of course no, not no, no. you're the only person that I've heard <laughs> yeah. say that 
so no. controversial. Controversial. It's oh dear. Oh, oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> well, all just wrong. All yeah. just plain wrong. Yeah. There you go. And not uh, to anyone else. There is yeah. about five minutes to go before the uh, Carabao Cup second round draw. It's going to take place before uh, tonight's match. Sunderland Sheffield Wednesday is it tonight? Yes. 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 Uh, it'd be interesting if we uh, pulled out Sheffield Wednesday from the hat. I think got through, wouldn't it? But there you go. We'll talk more about who we think we should play uh, in a second. But let's. Uh, carry on and just uh, continue talking about the game because there were so many things which happened as a result of and as part of uh, that game first of all let's go Tyler Walker and his, uh, his hat-trick obviously two from the spot and one from open play <sighs> what an acquisition mm. he looks yeah definitely I mean everybody was on about Danny Rose coming on and scoring his goal but it's kind of taking the shine off Tyler's night to be honest um, and his third goal was absolutely brilliant. That little deft flick into the bottom corner were absolutely brilliant. It showed his class there, I thought, mm. of what sort of player he could be. I'm going to be controversial now. I think the most standout player from that game was Callum Butcher. Yes, there <laughs> we go. Now we're yeah. talking. Yeah. That li- little flick past the defender underneath the Bishop Street stand mm. just to get past him, quality. You saw glimpses of that at Carlisle, the first game that he played for us, but he just died off since. And I, I think you could probably put that down to poor man management. I think Evans, like, like a lot of players, I think Evans has sold them a vision of what the what it's going to be, and I don't think it's it lived up to that. Well, we, we said so many times, didn't we, last year that you know Callum Butcher came in, played that centre attacking midfield role, and played well at Carlisle, scored the goal, and sort of you know started on a good foot, and then. I think the next game ends up isolated on the right wing. Then he played mm. sort of defensive centre mid, and it was a bit, it's, a bit strange. It's, it's another poor Digby situation. It was it, it, like Digby it sold a situation. No, Butcher's got quality. But, oh, oof. Oh, ouch! That is that's a red. That's you. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, it's like join me on my own next week, six thirty-ish. Good night. <laughs> but um, no, it's like sold a vision, given a position but taken away from him and changed every week. Didn't know where he was going to play. A bit like Paul Anderson, played pretty much anywhere, never really had a, a nailed down position last season. And it was just disappointing because he was such a fantastic talent and we were quite happy when he came. And you think, just one promotion with Millwall, played at Wembley, played pretty much most of their season two seasons ago. And you think, quality player there but he's come in he's done one game and he's pretty much gone out at squad straight after well as a result of go on Nate I was going to say I think with him I think one of the things is that's suiting him this season I think is uh, he comes across to me as a sort of player who can be quite unsettled and what we know from last season that he can be quite unsettled with if things aren't right you know we know that he was missing home and things like that but I think now if the squad is how we think it is at the moment, and you know a close squad and, and quite together, if he feels a part of that, I feel he's a definite confidence player. And if he's feeling better in himself, then it's going to reflect on the pitch. And I feel like it's not just the, the last game, but uh, you know, not just Appleton, but he's shown glimpses of uh, of being a good player in, in a lot of other games, hasn't he? So I think mm. of the more he's, 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 he's the one who's probably put the most work in preseason and, and turned a lot of the fans around. I think. I think so. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I've been quite impressed with him when he's when he's played in pre-season and how I listened to him on Tuesday night sound like he was absolutely outstanding. So hopefully it'll be like having a new signing as such 
with Callum Butcher being back and off the transfer list. Well, as you say, as a result of his performance on uh, Tuesday night and probably a, a bit of that in pre-season, his work as well, he has been taken off the transfer list, which man, uh, assistant manager Ben Futcher confirmed at the uh, press conference uh, today. Let's hear, without further ado, from Ben Futcher on uh, the, the, squad, the squad health at the moment and why he and David Flickcroft seem it appropriate to take Butcher off the transfer list. When you make some changes and lads coming in, you want to see them take their opportunity and everyone's done that. I think the first two games we were strong, everyone's done well. Some lads got the rest, some lads got the opportunity and they've taken it. So the squad's uh, in a really good place. Everyone's firing on all cylinders and it's certainly given the uh, the manager some food for thought. Callum's come off the transfer list. He's, he's definitely part of what we're doing. I think it was always a, a difficult one with Butch because... Um, it, he really didn't enjoy it last season here, and he was kind of he was he was keen to leave in the summer. To, um, after I wasn't here, but after what happened last season, but he's come back. He's really got his head down. Um, he's worked quite close with the manager. He's been fantastic in training, and whenever he's coming, he's done great. And he's really enjoying his football now. And I think you saw that the other night that uh, Callum Butcher, who's fit, firing, and enjoying his football, is um, definitely a great addition to any League Two squad or team. He's had two promotions um, at League One playing as an attacking midfielder, that, that's where we see him. And like you saw the other night, I think he had a hand in two or three goals and he was fantastic. He can run, he's powerful, he's dynamic and, and when he's on it, like he was the other night, he's a real handful. Assistant manager Ben Futcher there <laughs> talking about uh, Callum Butcher. Listening uh, to that then, obviously uh, he, he's clearly done some work in training and, and, and worked hard to, to get himself. And When you saw that news come through early in eighth, what was your initial reaction for him? I was pleased for him, you know. I, th- I think, um, as we've all just been saying, he's been very impressive. So it's um, it's great to see him be given the opportunity. And I think it just, I think it proves as well to other players, um, you know, in in the squad that if you go out there and and you know equip yourself right, work hard, and uh, give it everything you've got, then you've got every chance of uh, being a part of hopefully what is going to be a special season. So. Yeah, good on um, good on Butcher and good on the club for giving him that opportunity. I think that's the the biggest thing, isn't it? The fact he has been given that opportunity and it's it's been one of those where you know it's not because he's been placed on the transfer list. He's not been isolated. He's not been told this. He's not been told right. You're not part of the fans. The plans. It's been told that you know if you work hard enough, you're going to get it. Mm. Which I know, even though the, a comment has been made about Paul Anderson today by Ben Futcher, he's nowhere near as fit as the rest of the squad. We see him as a right wing back, um, and we've got two players who we see ahead of him in that position, possibly three. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be hard for him. But as the you know the Callum Butcher situation has shown, maybe if something happens, a suspension here, a, an injury there, the door could still be open for him. Yeah, definitely. Um, we all know what Ando can do. So if he gets his chance, I think he'll probably take it with both hands. To be honest, and. Uh, like you say, if there's a suspension or an injury, then the door's open. Be nice to see him uh, back in in the fold. We are moments away from the, the Carabao Cup uh, second round draw. Cam is uh, avidly watching it uh, over on the far side. Unfortunately, we can't share with you um, the um, the full picture of that. But what we can do is obviously, we've, like we have gone through at the moment, we have got uh, those numbers on screen. So whilst waiting for the draw. Uh, to start, let's have a little look and uh, have a look at a little look at some of the numbers. Um, for this round, it is regionalised once again, so uh, we will be in the northern section. 
Some Premier League clubs are in the draw, but not those competing in uh, Europe competitions. They come in in round three. So there are still some uh, good teams in there. Then let's run through the uh, the ball numbers first and foremost. Uh, one is Aston Villa, two Blackburn Rovers, three is Blackpool. We owe them one from the Checker Trade uh, last year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, four is Burton Albion, five Derby County. It'd be nice to see Super Frank uh, back at the one call and give them uh, a beating once again. Six Doncaster Rovers, seven is Everton. 8 Fleetwood Town, 9 Huddersfield, 10 Hull City, 11 Leeds United, 12 is Leicester City, 13 is Lincoln, 14 is Macclesfield, 15 is Ourselves, 16 is Middlesbrough, 17 is Newcastle, 18 Nottingham Forest, 19 Preston North End, 20 is Rochdale, 21 Rotherham United, be good to see Richie Barker again, um, 22 is Stoke City, 23 is Warsaw, 24 West Brom, 25 is Wolves, and then 26 is the winner of tonight's tie which takes place after the draw, which is Sunderland or Sheffield Wednesday. Anybody you wouldn't fancy an away trip to, I think. I would take anybody at home, um, but an away trip on a Tuesday night, not necessarily something we particularly want to be doing. Anyone you wouldn't fancy out of that list? Newcastle. Newcastle or Middlesbrough. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Sunderland. Or, or Fleetwood. Or, or Sunderland, we could get then. They've been decent fixtures, I think. Only a one side Sunderland. Well, now, yeah, of course, true. You know, it's, it's, you it's, always it's, forget that Sunderland. It's, it's very weird to think that Sunderland versus Accrington yeah. standing in a League <laughs> One fixture, isn't it? It's, it's crazy. Uh, the draw is just about to take place. Uh, Cam is watching it as, as we say. The numbers are on screen. They're going to remain on screen uh, until we are pulled out of the hat. Whilst we are waiting for the draw to take place, so let's continue to talk about Tuesday. Keep your comments coming in as always. Uh, really want to hear them. Aaron says, uh, watching the draw with you gents at 4am in Australia. That is dedication oh, to be Good eye, Mike. Good eye, mate. That is the dedication to be watching the Mansfield Matters podcast. Basically, what else? Should, you're in Australia. You've got better things to be doing with your life. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Well, but well, just, what are you doing at 4am? Well, well, watch it. Yeah, yeah. Set it is a lot. I want to come back to, to this because Nathan, you said it last week and I think uh, these two looked at you as, as if to say, mm, I'm not really with him on on this one. What Can you remember what you, you said last week I about the cup? About the cup? About the cup. That you wanted to progress and you yeah, wanted to yeah, do well yeah. this year. Yeah. Why not? I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you glared at me, I remember. No. It's, it's revenue, isn't it? It's revenue and it brings in supporters. So, uh, well, it didn't work Tuesday night well. for reasons behind that. But And one being it's, it's Accrington Stanley. So, uh, that's one big reason. But obviously, the pricing wasn't. That's a different subject altogether. But let's not go into that. But. A cup run could do the club wonders, so so why not? I I I'd love to see us progress. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sort of like wanting a big tie now, but I'd take Macclesfield at home to be honest. At the same time, yeah. if we're going at home, let's have a nice easy one, which is uh, uh, well, no no game easy. Any, but well, anyone at home at the minute, anyone's easy okay, at home at the minute. We've got a good going on. Yeah, but what the lowest? I guess you could look at the lowest ranked team left in it. It's probably Macclesfield, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah. So, what are they? Twenty third. Twenty third in the league. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you want an easy-ish at home fixture, then it's probably them. But um, yeah, uh, there's I a mean, lot of games I'd love to see. A lot of people write these um, the, this competition off, and you know we've been out of it at round one, not really taking it seriously ever since we've been back in the league. Mm-hmm. First time we've been through it to this stage since two thousand six, where I believe we ended up playing. 
then Premier League Portsmouth in the second and round. Who did we beat the first round? Would have been it wasn't Accrington. Was it not? I'm no. sure it was Accrington. No, Accrington. I think it was the FA Cup that year. Yeah, it wasn't Accrington. But they and then we beat them in the first round or something. But we we've actually done relatively well in this competition before, and you know it's a bit of a money thing. But let's address the you know the elephant in the room a little bit, as you alluded to, and as we've all alluded to. Price wise, if we get a home tie something needs to be done maybe for season ticket holders maybe for everyone in general because 20 pounds i think at this point at this point was actually uh, quite a, a steep thing because you've got to remember as well we've just had four home pre-season friendlies which is more than we've had for quite a few mm. pre-seasons we usually have two three max to have four at 20 quid each is was you know, uh, you know, Tenerife or whatever it was was was, was, was quite was quite steep, and then you've had the home the first home game as well. So you've got five games there if you're paying tickets. We need to try and get crowds in to support the boys. It might be an opportunity to, if we get yeah. a decent decent side out of those to reduce the price a little bit and try and fill the ground. I think the problem is with Tuesday night is it's Accrington Stanley. So who's going to think even if you pay even if it was. 10 15 pound now, which it probably should be because you look at all the other clubs and they were doing the same, so it should be in, in line. So. But I think even then, it probably would have only put another few hundred on top. So, from the club point of view, they're probably thinking revenue wise, they're not going to lose, they'd lose more by and not get a massive gain by lowering it than what they would than what they had it for. That's the only thing, reason I can really think behind on the club side of it. But I, I thought it was a bit bit harsh on the, the loyal supporters who were. You're going to go there regardless, but it's, it'd be nice for us just to save a few quid for a it's game. Like like a lot of people in the comments, before you start that, a lot of the people in the comments just asking if we've been drawn out yet. The draw is yet to start, so we are waiting for it. But we will, <laughs> we will, as soon as it starts, we will we will keep you updated on that. Sorry, Karen. Just thinking, you look, I think it was not in Forest. I think they had, I think their highest ticket was a tenner. I think Sunderland tonight, I think one of their... Eight, eight quid. Is it eight so quid at Forest? To, yeah. to watch a championship team... Well, I think one of them as well were um, kids... Kids are free. Barnsley I think that word was, was Grimsby and Rochdale do it as well. Was it? They Rochdale? did something like a pound or something. And a yeah. lot of teams have done have done you know good deals. So I think is, it's mm. fair enough. It's first round at court, but it's Accrington. It's not a crowd puller. Why mm. make it so expensive? Fair enough. If we'd have got like a championship team, say if we had got like Forest at home, then that's going to get a decent away following. You're going to get a decent home following. Fair enough. Twenty quid, you can justify it. But Accrington Stanley. Who are they? Exactly. Well, exactly. Hey. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> the team I'm, I'm undecided whether that's a yellow card or not. <laughs> Can't put me on the ref. <laughs> oh, there, you, there you go. It's all, it's all good fun. Uh, let's obviously just go back to the game whilst we're still waiting. Has Mick McCarthy oh, stopped banging on yet? He's talking Mick, rubbish, probably. He's, yeah, he's just sat there. just Mick McCarthy and Chris Waddle. Yeah, well, you there you go. That's that's a Yorkshireman and a Geordie. That says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> That says it all. Uh, let's go back to the uh, to the to the game itself. Obviously, uh, an introduction uh, for Danny Rose. Um, oh, what what did you make of that? I mean, <laughs> it was probably written in the stars, wasn't it, when he yeah. came on that he was going to go and go and score a goal? But did anyone really expect him to do it inside a minute? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I tweeted before the game. I know he plays night four. Anyone wants to check it out? Um, <laughs> Shameless plug tonight. <laughs> 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 but I, I tweeted before the game, and I was like, the one thing because I wasn't expecting a win, uh, I wanted to see was was Danny Rose making a comeback, whether it was a, a start or on the bench, like, whatever. But um, I didn't really think he was going to come on and make an impact like that. And 
as expected, there was a few boos from a certain few idiots in the in the crowd. One hundred percent, I applaud that statement. But I was watching back on the videos, and uh, luckily, I think from the pitch you couldn't really hear those boos. I think it was more from the stand. So yeah, that was a good thing because I think that's not helping anybody. Yeah. Uh, so and by the way, those same idiots who booed when he came on also started cheering Danny Danny Rose. 30 seconds after yes, he scored absolutely so, fickle and I said that when they, when they booed I said to my dad I said they won't be booing when he scores and I didn't think that was going to be happening in about 40 seconds but it did but <laughs> it was uh, that disappointment but then at the same, same time it didn't surprise me I know what some of our fans can be like so uh, if, you, if, if you're one of them watching I'm not sorry <laughs> no neither am I uh, I'd sorry, be sorry it's not, not productive repeatedly, it's, it's not productive as you say Nathan is a Mansfield Town player and you know by flick cross comments last week this week what, and whenever he's going to stay a Mansfield yeah. player and play a part and, and and obviously those idiots that Peterborough have hit back at that again since but they just want press they, they, they just want headlines yeah, no, they want it to all be about them yeah. and so let's just forget about them it's the end of the day Danny Rose come back on and I think you alluded to it after the game his reaction to actually scoring meant a lot to him so it, the way he celebrated yeah. as well. Yeah, and I think what Flute Croft said in his, his post-match interview that, you know, he had to win as over once before, he had to do it at the game on, on Tuesday, and I think he's still got work to do. He can't just do it on that one goal. He's, he's still going to have fans to win over, but going out there and scoring goals and, and working hard, that's all he can do, and that's all we can ask for him. So. And we'll hear a little bit from that from uh, David Flute Croft, but, um, it, you know, it's... It's huge. Someone's saying, uh, what channel is the draw? It's on Sky Sports, but we're bringing it you right here without showing you Sky Sports. Uh, there you go. Uh, it's all good fun. Uh, we are still waiting for that draw to take place, by the way. Chris Waddle and, um, and Mick McCarthy showing have, highlights. have stopped talking. Oh, Nathan. But, but the, the, oh, that, I mean, it's close. Uh, have stopped talking. They're now showing a uh, bit of a prolonged highlights package. From uh, before, last season's competition. From, from last yeah. season's no, competition. I before. showing our six goals. If you want to watch that, by the way, can we just applaud whilst we're waiting for this draw to start? We'll talk more about Danny Rose and hear the reaction from that in a minute. But let's just... Applaud. We've not really spoke about it. Let's say this: liquid football and that sixth six goal. goal yeah. oh. oh my goodness! What a goal! And what CJ a... deserved to pull out of the back of the net as well if he played well. So for the build-up, superb. You can't. I think I said to Craig before game: Akrington are a very physical team, very hoofball, and you could see that. And I said to Craig. If we can play like we know we can play, we can play some really silky football, play it on the floor, then we're going to cut these to pieces tonight. And I mean, they didn't have the strongest team out. I mean, absolutely oh, no, not at all. remember that, but you can only beat what's put in front of you. And, exactly. Uh, we, did, we, did, we didn't just beat them, we, we wiped the floor with them. Absolutely annihilated them. And do you know it what? Could it have it could have been more. Yeah. It, it could, it could and should have been more. Yeah. I just want us to take a lot of confidence now into, into Saturday. That's going to be a tough game. So, is there a danger of overconfidence though? Because oh, you've, when got you to, you've got to be careful, haven't you? You've got to be careful not to go in there thinking, "Oh, you know, we just wiped the floor of the league one one team in the, in the, in the cup on Tuesday night, so let's go in and, and think we can smash them." We can't. We can't do that. We've got to respect Colchester. And I think, again, Flick Cross said this in his in his uh, or the butcher. Someone said it. Uh, butcher, not butcher. Oh. Anyway, one of them said it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, today, that, obviously, yeah. they are Colchester are a different team to what they were last season. So, I think they know that. You know. They're, these are professional footballers they've, they've got to know that so they go out there level headed but take a bit of confidence from it well the draw is just about to start uh, on Sky Sports we are watching it on uh, Sky Go which is about a minute or so uh, behind again we can't show you the footage due to copyright but we've got Cam uh, over there who is uh, having a look 
uh, at that he's going to keep us uh, updated. Uh, who's doing the draw, Cam? Is it Waddle Waddle and McCarthy? We've uh, missed a trick here. We McCarthy, should have got our own balls. Oh, we should have done the draw. As if, you know, fake draw. The fake draw on real, real, fake, on fake real fixtures. I mean, I oh, sure there's nothing wrong with that, is there? Next, oh, next time, that would be great. <laughs> uh, just to remind them that the ball numbers are on screen now if you're watching it with us. Uh, we will talk. We will return to uh, all things mental attack and hear from David Flickcroft and from CJ Hamilton before the end of tonight's show. Those ball numbers again: Aston Villa number one, Blackburn two, Blackpool three, four is Burton, five is Derby, six is Doncaster, seven Everton, eight Fleetwood, nine is Huddersfield, ten is Hull, uh, Leeds United take eleven, twelve is Leicester, thirteen is Lincoln, uh, fourteen Macclesfield. We are number fifteen. They're currently 16, doing the... Uh, 16 is Middlesbrough, 17 Newcastle, 18 Nottingham Forest, 19 Preston, 20 Rochdale, 21 Rotherham, 22 Stoke, 23 Warsaw, 24 West Brom, 25 Wolves and 26 Sunderland, Sheffield Wednesday, Cam. They're currently doing the South section, so... They're doing the South section. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> absolutely typical. Uh, whilst they do the section, South section then, uh, let's have a listen uh, to um, uh, what uh, David Flickcroft had to say uh, about Danny Rose's impact. David uh, Flickcroft's delight for Danny. I'm on delight for Danny you know Danny uh, the cross has come in and Danny's you know in a great position the aggression that he's run with uh, to go and score that it was nice to see you know the Danny of old uh, that, that's what he, he he run for me like when I was at Bury uh, and when I was at Barnsley you know and, and seeing Danny Rose uh, at full flight tonight and going with a desire to go and score that goal which meant so much to him uh, was important anyone in football and life will tell you that you know forgiveness is the best human quality you know it's, it's, it's people's best human quality and um, I'm not stubborn in anything I do it's always professional uh, the evaluation wasn't met for Danny so he's a Mansfield Town player he's contracted for Mansfield Town and uh, you know it was we had a really good chat yesterday um, you know regarding that you know the move didn't happen um, you know but now he wasn't right to feature on Saturday. He wasn't, you know, his, his headspace was wrong. Uh, he was worried about, you know, turning out tonight uh, because of some of the stuff on social media. He, he, he was worried about that, um, and, and, and I thought it was the right game. You know, it was the right game to to, to put him on and, and introduce him back into what we're doing. He trained with us yesterday, and uh, you know, he's got he's got a good half an hour and, and a good fitness. You know, some more fitness. So, um, listen, you know, Danny's made a mistake. Uh, we all do. I make hundreds, and, um, and and he needs support. Do you know what I mean? And he needs my support. Um, he's been led down a line. Uh, he's been lied to, manipulated um, by the, by the buying club. You know, and uh, he was told he was a Peterborough player. Absolutely outright told he was a Peterborough player, and Danny's chose to believe it. Um, so, but now he can knuckle down, and uh, it might be it might be a good thing. Because now he knows that he's got to win these fans back over. He's already done that once, and now he knows that he's got to do it again. You know, and he'll and he'll fight for him, he'll scrap for him, and he'll run for him. That's that's what the Mansfield public need. David Flickcroft there talking about all things Danny Rose. He says in that uh, bit of a bit of a clip, Danny Rose has got to win the fans over. Uh, what does he need to do to win us over? I mean, for me, he doesn't need to. He, he just needs to actually. Ignore these posts on social media and just get on the pitch and score goals. Yeah, that you've basically just said it there. He just needs to get on the pitch and score goals. I mean, that'll shut everybody up to start with. I mean, if we were losing one 0 against Accrington on on Tuesday, and it had come on its 60th minute like he did, or around that time, 
scored equaliser within a minute and then went on to score winner at last minute it'd have been a hero oh wouldn't yeah it? hero again so you know like you say he just needs to ignore everybody get on with his job knuckle down score goals job done I, I think everything fell quite perfect for us last uh, Tuesday night to be honest with with the situation we were in a smaller crowd uh, being a cup match that well, well I think it does matter but some may say it doesn't matter as much um, and I think the fact that we was four one up when he came on the pitch, it was uh, it was a great scenario for him to come on. You know, not much pressure, just go out there and you've got a chance of getting a goal. So at that point, we were tearing them apart, wasn't they? So you knew some chance we were going to fall at his feet. Uh, one of them we cleared the stand with, but most importantly, <laughs> great uh, effort. Tyler Walker's match. Tyler Walker allegedly was seen after the game legging it down Quarry Lane, trying to find the ball, <laughs> swimming in the river. That's my ball. That, that's that's my, my ball. I want it. It's my ball. Uh, let's uh, take a break from that because we are about to uh, see the North uh, draw start. Predictions then before it does. Home or away, Simon? Oh. Nathan? Home or away? Um, Prediction, not what you want. Home. Home, Cam? Away. I think I'm going to go away. Who do you think will have Cam? Just random, innit? Oh, uh, Fleetwood. Nathan? Some rubbish like Rochdale. Everton. Knowing my luck, another ground. I've only, for this Ooh. season, for this season, I'm only actually going to one new ground and it's Tuesday night at Tranmere. So knowing my luck, I'll get somebody I've already, already been to. Yeah. Uh, right then, a uh, reminder, the uh, numbers are on screen. We are... Uh, have uh, a break. Are you killing me? Oh, wow. Are you kidding Come back to BBC. All is forgiven. <laughs> oh, wow. Sky, you've, you've come. We're not doing well, are we? Keep getting ready. Build it oh, up. Oh, no. Building it up oh. and building it up. Oh, dear. I mean, I, I would go to some more audio because but by the time that's on, we want to talk about it. The draw will have started you don't know again. How long it's going to be? Oh, yet, so. You never know in this game. This is yeah. unbelievable. This, oh, it's all going on. You've got Do you know to what? Sort the balls are. Yeah, I know. well, that's it. <laughs> you t- you've, you've, what they do in the advert, really? It's entirely their prerogative. Oh, well. Let's briefly then switch it uh, back to, uh, to to the Danny Rose situation. We were talking about it uh, before. Uh, Nathan, you, you said it. The best way to introduce him was in uh, a game like that. And and Cy, it's almost like a, a sort of a, a soft introduction. You could never, th- you couldn't throw him in because if you throw him in the starting lineup, it would be right. Well, he's not gone, so he, he starts yeah. because he's Danny Rose. And uh, I think David knew that. And I think David kind of, you know, like Nathan said, it was the right game to put him into. There was not not much crowd there to start with to give him hassle, um, and you know he he basically paid us back by scoring a goal. So what more can you what can you do? And I think he'll be on bench again on Saturday. I don't think he'll start. He'll, he'll go back to Davis and I don't Walker think he'll start for a while because I mean you know I, I highly rate him, but why you know. Just because it's Danny Rose, he should be That's exactly what I would. You know, until he starts, if he comes on and starts scoring goals and one of the front two aren't, then obviously he's going to get his chance and get in. Mm. But at the present moment in time, you cannot take out Walker or Davis, to be honest. To be honest, I think as well, the other aspect of it is it's a bit of pressure now on Davis and and, uh, Walker to carry on. Uh, doing what they're doing. It so, ups their game, uh, don't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. So, it's three strikers like that. That's it's only a positive thing. And, it, and if all three get seventeen goals, 
Well, that's well, well, this, this, to be fair, this is where it boils back to because a lot of people were moaning after the, the draw at Yeovil and what have you. But again, you know, if we would have had a striker on the bench, we didn't have Sterling James on the bench. He left. He chose to go with Will Atkinson um, instead of Sterling James. But if we'd have had a, a striker on the bench, a Rose to, to bring on, I know obviously he, he didn't travel, but a striker, not necessarily just Rose, you know, it, it might have been the difference between a point and three points. Yeah. And now going forward, that Rose has got that man off his back and got rid of all this crap which has followed him around for the past fortnight. Now we've got that option. You, you look at the Oval game, and after about the 70th minute, we were just at sixes and sevens because players were absolutely knackered. It was The wind was a massive factor. The pitch would, looked very heavy from the, the torrential rain that we had on the way down and also throughout the game as well. Tired legs, long way to travel. Fair enough, they've stayed over, but it's still a long way uh, a long way to come. I think the only real, real negative that you can take out of that game is that we've, we've let them get on top of us and take the lead. Fair enough, we've responded from it, but I just don't think that from what we've seen in pre-season and what we saw against Newport, we shouldn't really be... Just- just a quick point on the Oval game. I think some of the criticism aimed at Logan was a bit unnecessary as well. Oh, 100%. The, he kept One, us in the game yeah. a lot of the yeah. time. Yeah. He's um, been solid for us for a long time now. We were criticised last year, didn't we? But yeah, This time last year, yeah. Yeah, uh, after a few games, sort of thing, we were wondering, but he's been solid. The situation was completely different. You think we've had, we had Scott Shearer and Brian Jensen for what? Two, two seasons. Two, two and a bit seasons. Yeah. And you think you get that used to seeing a certain type of play or whatever. Logan's game was completely different to what those two are. And I think maybe just settling into rhythm settling into a rhythm would probably affect him. You think he'd got a brand new back four in front of him. Brand new surroundings, different players, different managing styles, systems that we were playing. And it took him time to settle in, and that first few games they were a bit iffy and dodgy. But as he grew into his game and got more comfortable, he's just got better and better and better. So I don't, I don't see why that he's had one slightly off game that everyone wanted back. To, Looks exactly. like Sky have uh, finished their adverts. We are about to get underway for the uh, North draw. Uh, heart, twenty-five minutes later than uh, what was originally planned. We know yes, that yeah. some of you are already ahead of us, uh, but please don't spoil it for for, for the rest of us. <laughs> uh, we are watching it as we speak now, and we know there's a bit of a delay, but you know, stick with it. The, the numbers are on screen. Uh, get your reactions in uh, as well, and we'll react to it as well. We'll be here for about another uh, 15 minutes or so. We will still hear from CJ Hamilton uh, as well. Here we go then. First number out is... Leicester. Leicester versus, versus Fleetwood. Mm, not, not too bad, bad Jamie Hardy. That'll be, yeah, obviously, yeah, um, we even a cup game last year. Next one out is... 11. <laughs> Leeds. Which is Leeds. Well, Leeds away that, would be nice, wouldn't it? We'll play number 19, which is uh, Preston. Preston North End. Home tie for us. Well, uh, knowing that we're going to be the last ball out, aren't we? Yeah, we will yeah. be. The way tonight's gone. Who's next up? 26. 26. Sunderland or Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. That'd be nice. Take rematch. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday beat Sunderland. A rematch from pre season would be great. 25. 25. Wolves. Ooh. So uh, still in there. Still some good teams, though. Forest not out yet. Um, that'd be nice to get them 
Next up uh, is 18, 18 which not is Forest, forest, forest <laughs> which is great. Please draw number 15 now. I think we've got a great reaction here. No pressure. 17. Has anybody mixed Newcastle. these up? Has anyone mixed these up? Newcastle. Forest against Newcastle. We're still in there. We're going to be not the last bad, ball out, I'm telling you. Not bad tie for them. Next out six. is 6, which is Doncaster. Doncaster. I'm sure that would please Johnny Radford. Uh, which is, and next up, not been three. there, is number three, which is Blackpool. Blackpool. Still in there. Last ball out, I'm telling you. Odds <laughs> on. Nailed on. Who's next? Who have we got next? Mick McCarthy drawing this one out. Number four, four which is Burton. Burton. Come no, on, Nate, you've no. predicted this. Burton away. Here we go. Glorious. Burton away. <laughs> Here we go. And they will play number one, number one which is Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, of course. Villa. Not far for them to travel, is it? No, no it's no, not really. Yeah. All right, mate. Gone to Burton. Here we go anyway. Mick McCarthy's next up with number 10. ten. Uh, Hull. Hull. Be nice. Hull away, yeah. Hull away be decent. Uh, which is, and number, it's number five. five. Derby County. Frank Lampard's Derby County. Oh, Derby Last County. ball out. It's happening. Yeah, I'm telling you. Maxwell at home. Yeah, Maxwell at home. Next up is Man. Uh, is, uh, I think we've been drawn out. 16 Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough will play... Nope. Number 20. 20. Rochdale. So we oh, must be... God coming up soon because my dad's watching it way ahead of us and he's already cheering which is annoying <laughs> uh, number seven which oh, is Everton. On, Everton please Everton oh, please please we'll play no, 21 Rotherham oh, oh Rotherham are going to get smashed I've got a funny feeling oh, it's going to be uh, the, next, the next one I think requests. it's going to be an away game two number two Blackburn, Blackburn uh, which is not us I'll tell you when it's us. I already know who it is, so I'm it not going to tell you. 13. 13 is not us. Not bad for Lincoln. It's decent for Lincoln. We have got an away game, by the way. Oh, well, thanks for that. Yeah, sorry. Right. Yeah. That has ruined it. 24. Which is... Uh, West Brom. I think this could be, this could be us. 24, West Brom. We'll play... Number 15, Mansfield Town. There it is, it's out. West Brom against Mansfield. What do you make of that then? Well, who cares about the rest of the draw? Oh, yeah, I don't care about that. Took your, took your time, didn't you, Sky, you muppets? <laughs> Beatable. Winnable, yeah. New, Beatable. new ground, I'm happy with Ever that. Been? Ever no, been? Never been. been. Never been. No, new ground for me, so I'm happy with that. No. No. And for me? Relatively happy. Oh, hey, hey. Wait, 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 <laughs> no windows. <laughs> we'll keep you up to date as possible as we can um, with uh, all the ticket details and everything. Thanks very much for sticking with us on that. Uh, thanks very much to Sky Sports for dragging it out as possibly long uh, as you could. Keep your comments uh, coming in uh, about that. What do you make of that draw? Winnable uh, for me. Nice little, yeah. nice little place to go as well, West Brom. Not too far either. At least yeah. it's not. Mm. You know, at least it's not a, a Middlesbrough or a Newcastle or a Sunderland. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Which is what you want. Uh, we'll turn our attentions to um, Saturday, uh, Colchester United, very, very shortly. But um, one person who's had a bit of a change this season is CJ Hamilton. He's gone from left wing to right wing back. What have you made at CJ at right wing back, Nath? So far, so good. I mean, obviously, we've, we've asked questions about how he's going to cope defensively. Uh, he's one that certainly tries. Um, so you can't knock him for that but um, I think one thing that I've been very happy about and I think we saw this a lot on Tuesday night is his delivery has got a lot better it's one thing we always said about him that he's got the pace and that he's exciting and 
I went to say this earlier about the equity game as well. We've got a lot of players now who are willing to run at, to run at defenders and uh, you know look to beat them. And I think you know he's certainly one of them. But like I say the main thing that he had is had to improve in was his delivery, and I think he's he's, he's get he's got a lot better with that. So positive signs for him, and well done because he he's been one of them that's worked hard over summer. So. Uh, and you can see why you can see why it's produced Tuesday saw 45 minutes uh, of, of each for, for CJ on the left and then the right obviously Mel Benny went off at half time at 4-1 up probably the right thing to do as well obviously had a lot of game time put CJ at left wing back and was instrumental in the in the second half two goals obviously setting Danny Rose up and then getting in the good position to score the six I think it was good that CJ's finally back on the left he looks more at home on the left hand side 100% Fair enough, it got into good positions on the right in the first half, but I just think it just had a little little, little bit more of an impact on the left. He's certainly more involved, wasn't he, in the second 100%. half? 100%. Yeah. So I think pretty much everything in the first half came da- uh, either down the middle or on the left-hand side for us in the first half. So it's like CJ were a bit lost, didn't really have much to do. Fair enough, he got the throw in that Callum Butcher won the penalty for, but... Other than that, he's not really had anything to do. And that was a problem in the first half. Butcher was too busy turning them apart and butchering them up, wasn't he? So uh... I think Butcher played as pretty much a striker for that game. I don't really, don't really know where Butcher played first half. Um, this is the interesting debate, isn't it? I mean, for me, it was a three-four-two-one formation. So you mm. sort of had your, your three centre halves, then CJ, Mellis, Macca, Mal with. Otis Khan on the left side attacking midfield central and then Butcher right side central attacking midfield with Walker just ahead so almost like that Christmas tree yeah. formation which I actually quite liked and to be honest I wouldn't mind seeing that uh, on Saturday we'll talk about that in a little moment but before we do what we always do here on the Mental Matters podcast and go off on a tangent uh, let's hear from the man we've been talking about let's hear from CJ Hamilton let's find out what he thinks about going from the left to the right like if you look back at it the amount of passing we do everyone's getting on the ball like everyone's trusting each other, we're going forward at the same time and then it's just crazy how we ended up finishing it as well. I looked back, was it yesterday, last night when I came up, so I had a little look myself and uh, yeah, I was buzzing with the whole teamwork effort that I was putting into the goal and then obviously I was there to finish it off. I was a lot better when I watched it back because I didn't realise there was that many passes. Because when you're in the game you don't really count passes, so you don't look, you can't see, you're just trying to get your own movement right and make sure you're in a position where you can obviously help the team and try to score. Because it's right way back, it's like positioning, like defensive position when you're in, because obviously it can be a back five sometimes, but I'm enjoying it. It's like I'd rather be a lot, like get myself a lot more advanced with the pitch now. That's what we're working on in a minute. And obviously try to get more goals and assists. 100% and I have to give a big thanks to the gaffer. He's been telling me how to slot in and obviously Futch has been helping me as well, like how to get your position right so you don't have to give yourself too much to do and obviously then I think I fancy myself in a 1v1 battle versus anyone CJ Hamilton speaking <laughs> to my follow Stags you can watch that full interview uh, on there if you wish to do so well CJ of course um, very very influential as always and he did praise uh, the manager David Flickcroft for his work on him and as Ant says in the comments all players have uh, improved um, under the under the gaffer but how nice is it to actually see a manager and an assistant working one on one with a player and improving them as individuals which then obviously contributes to the team being improved uh, it's very important to be honest because it builds that rapport up with the manager and the player itself so like you get um, good relationship going and things like that and each other know how the other one wants to work sort of thing so I think it's very important that David Flickcroft spends time on the training ground and 
gets his point across to the players and the players seem to be taking it all in mm. and you know working for him so as long as that continues then great let's talk Colchester sorry Nick were you going to say something then no, all I'm going to say is that CJ obviously I think he's a player that we all said last season uh, well from, really from when he joined that you could see he's got bags of potential and it was we needed somebody who was going to take that time to work with CJ to bring that potential up to sort of consistency and I you know, I, I, I'd like to say I feel like we're, we're getting that from him. He's certainly I think improved. it's quite interesting that it, yeah, CJ's another one of the players that Adam Murray brought in that seems to be turning out to be one of our best players. Mm. You think you look at the players that Evans has brought in and the calibre that they've got. I think the players that Murray brought in before him are possibly much better. You look Mal Benning, Christian Pierce, um, Danny Rose, Danny Rose. <laughs> so. You look at them for, as a prime example, more uh, more influential than what a lot of um, Evans players had to offer last season. Mm. And just just on CJ, the, the, and he's proving me wrong to be honest, but I'd like him to have like a, a left back behind him so he can push further down the pitch, sort of thing, and be up there already when the ball's played to him. Rather than winning it from the back, and he's quick enough and, to get there. But yeah. he is because he's a young lad. But you know, I, I I just think he'd do more damage if he was further down the pitch more. It really is frightening the capabilities that that lad had. Yeah. Isn't it? Let's uh, wrap things up by turning our attentions to the next two games. It's a busy period for Mansfield now. Saturday, Tuesday until. At the end of the month, if you missed it earlier, uh, the Stags have drawn West Brom away in the second round of the Carabao Cup. Uh, that will take place a week on Tuesday. Coming up this week, Colchester, and then Tuesday night away at Tranmere. A uh, bit of a sad one, really, for Tranmere. We'll talk more about it in properly in a minute. But uh, former Stags defender Richie Sutton breaking his leg uh, in their last game, which means he won't be playing against the Stags, which is a bit of a shame. But let's talk first and foremost. Uh, about all things Colchester they're in good form at the minute they've started well and it will probably be one of the toughest tests that we face at the one course stadium but to be fair the fact it is at home after such a, a buzz that's got to bode well for us hasn't it? Well you'd have thought so when hopefully we can get a decent crowd like we did against Newport what was it four, four, four and, and a half, half. that's that decent just, just considering we were averaging what three and a half four last yeah. season Let's just hope that we can keep this positive vibe at the club going, get the momentum going in the games and just, just well, we'll just see where we end up in May, I suppose. Yeah. Certainly be nice. I mean, I think another the thing that we need to do Saturday is obviously get three points on the board and, and be unbeaten at home. But the biggest headache that David Flickcroft has got, Nath, is, is team selection. Callum Butcher played really well Tuesday night. And one mm. person we've not mentioned at all, and I'm really sorry for this, because so much else has been going on, is actually Ryan Sweeney, who had a fantastic game yeah. uh, playing left side centre-half, with Matt Preston obviously out with concussion. He'll be very, very disappointed if he lost, lost his place, wouldn't he? Yeah, I think you'd say that for both Butcher and, and Sweeney. They've both uh, given uh, Flickcroft a very good problem to have. Um, so it'd be interesting to see who he puts out, but I think from a fan's perspective, I think you'd be, I think whoever he chooses at the moment, you couldn't really, you wouldn't really <laughs> say they, that player should be an over the other player because everyone, even the players that will be on the bench, you know they're going to come on and do do a very good job. So it's a good problem to have. But I think I feel like Saturday is going to be the real game where we're going to sort of, I think we, we can really measure where the squad's at, you know, where the team's at. 
Uh, I still think it's going to be 10 games in where we really know, but this is definitely going to be, I think it's going to be a bigger task than what obviously the preseason friendlies were against championship opposition because they're just friendlies. And so far, I think like the two teams we've played um, have been quite average in our league. I think they're going to be, be down there towards the bottom end of the table. I still stand by that statement. Um, so I think this is going to be the real, the real test. Just put it out there. Do you think that maybe someone, just picking out someone that didn't possibly have the best game Saturday in Neil Bishop, would you swap him for Callum Butcher? Similar sort of roles... Ah, you see that you see there. I I I would be inclined to agree because I thought Bishop was nowhere near the mark on on Saturday, and he's been. I don't want to late. I don't want to make him become that player. But two bookings in two games, and he's walked on ice for, you know, for a large majority of both mm. games. But you listen to what Ben Futcher said earlier about Callum Butcher. We see him as an attacking midfielder. Yeah. That's not Bishop's role. Bishop's role is the defensive midfielder. So. I mean, in Newport, he was instrumental, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, and so it's hard to be harsh to give to chuck a player out of the team from one bad performance. But you are right; the yellow cards could be a concern if they do continue to happen. So, but is that just his age? You know, he's not got the legs as he probably used to have. I think it'd be a step backwards if we brought Butcher in for Bishop, based on the fact that Bishop's the defensive. I but think yeah. the team you got to you got to look who you're coming get up against, and I think Colchester are going to offer a lot of threats. So for me, I'd I'd keep I keep yeah. Bishop in. Just yeah, for, um, for for me, the worst player I've seen so far this season has been Jacob Mellis. I, I don't he's think well too tonight though. Uh, yeah, but we were six one up when he when he were involved in that goal. They they given true. up. Yeah. You know, so he, I don't think he played that well when he came on against Newport. And I just don't think he's come on since pre-season. So see, he's another one, isn't he? Like, he's, he's got the potential. We talk about Butcher being an attacking midfielder, and that's where they want him to play. Whereas, and we talk about, and Butcher alludes to the fact that when Butcher came in, he's, you know, he was pushed out of position and, and wasn't enjoying it. What Flickcroft and Butcher are actually doing with Mellis is actually the same thing because. Mellis came in as an attack-minded midfielder, and he's been asked to play a little bit deeper and a bit more. Defensive, it's a bit of a you know, bit mm. of a six one half does the other way. That one, it's a bit of a difficult one, yeah. But I'd, I'd still drop him. <laughs> <laughs> the Master of Matters podcast <laughs> saying how it is on to Tuesday night, then uh, away at, at Tranmere. Momentum is, is key in that one, but with games coming thick and fast, is that where you perhaps look at changing it up a little bit? I mean, you know, we saw us get caught with three at the back away at Yeovil. Do you potentially? mix things up and go for a different formation at Tranmere mind you what do you make of their start well it, I, th- I just think it's going to be one of the more uh, more difficult games that will come up against uh, t- teams that will come against this season just promoted you could probably say they got promoted by skin of the teeth uh, a couple of players missing key players as well exactly and it's like it's a long way to travel on a Tuesday night. You'd have thought they'd probably go down early Tuesday. Maybe stay at a hotel until a couple of hours before kick-off. Bit, of, lunch, bit of train on, bit of light train. Yeah. Well, do you think the, the distance might take its toll? You think we struggled quite a bit last season travelling on a Tuesday night. We've, uh, well, we saw we got absolutely hammered at Cheltenham because we just didn't look in it. Do you, Worry that maybe tiredness will bite us, or do you think that 
maybe changing the system might work a little bit more. Maybe go four four two instead of the I, I think five he'll three two. He'll assess it after Saturday's game. I think mm. I would suggest look at it. You know, some over Sunday Monday in training to see to see who you know what's what and then take it from there sort of thing. But uh, the travelling situation, you know, it's not. I don't think it's really an excuse to be honest because everybody's got to travel the same sort of distance so they've got to come down to us so swings you know, around about it's, it's all about it. playcraft manages it, isn't it exactly so you could say Cheltenham last week we don't know what happened do we in you know, the lead up to that game so we've got to judge it on how how we do on these Tuesday night games to be fair so, so just forget about last season that's cool oh, yeah, exactly. preparation, preparation <laughs> everything will be completely different so um, I think I think we've got to go down three points is a very realistic uh, target, really. And of course, uh, Macclesfield after that one uh, as well on the Saturday. We'll talk about that next week. Don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. But if you do want to uh, travel to those games, the SSA, of course, uh, taking a bus as always. Travel hotline is open uh, for Stags fans to uh, to ring. You can call 07967 687 and book your coach seats. Uh, to, of course, Tranmere on Tuesday night and Macclesfield a week on Saturday. Uh, departure for that one, the, the Tranmere game, from the One Course Stadium is... Just waiting for it to come through on my screen now. Yeah. Uh, two o'clock yeah. for Tranmere. Um, and if you want to know the Macclesfield one, it's half eleven as well, it's irrelevant. Two o'clock for Tranmere uh, on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, and uh, travel prices uh, for each... Game, I've made this a little bit too slow for you yeah. to read, haven't I? Uh, as £15 for Amber or Junior members, um, £20 for Blue members, and uh, I presume there, therefore it will be 22 or 25 25 for non-members. All the details that you need are on screen. Prediction time then, let's start with Saturday at home to Colchester, and I go with Cam first. 2-1 win. 2-1 win? 1-1 draw. 1-1 draw, Simon? 2-1 win. I'm going to go... For a comfortable 3-0 win. I'm going to go brave. I'm going to go brave. 3-0 win. Uh, let's go the opposite way round for um, Tramley on Tuesday night. I'm going to go um, for the first away win of the season, but I'm going to say it's going to be tight, it's going to be late, and it's going to be 1-0. 4-1. 4-1 brave. He's gone for it. He's gone big. 2-2. 2-2. No, hasn't. Who 2? 2 Yeah, no, 2-0 win for us. 2-0 win for us. 1-0. 1-0 to us. Well... We will find out, of course, uh, over the course of the next week. If you want, want to get yourself to the game, of course, get yourself down to the One Course Stadium and support the boys on Saturday at home uh, to Colchester. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we are away to Tranmere on Tuesday night. And then next Thursday, we'll be back in this room talking all things uh, Mansfield Town once again. We'll look back on those two games. We'll hear from the players, from the management as well. Before we go, though, tonight, it uh, started off being that Nathan doesn't matter um, but today you have been doing something a little bit important which is football and stag related so we'll let you have your five minutes of fame tell us all about what you've been doing today five minutes I don't know about that no yesterday today uh, we've had a, a great meeting at the club this morning some of you have probably already seen it on Facebook anyway the Mansfield Town Blind FC uh, Facebook page um, we are going to be launching officially launching the Mansfield Town Blind team um the, the, new, the, the news article should be coming out either later this week or early next week we haven't quite decided yet but we're officially launching our first session a week on Sunday 
Uh, yeah, that is right. And, uh, <laughs> that's like Sunday, that's all right. Yeah, that's right. Um, and we are looking for people as well. If anyone out there has got FA qualifications in coaching uh, and wants to get involved, we're looking for, for new coaches, uh, voluntary basis, that is. And we're also looking for goalkeepers as well. So if anybody fancies getting involved, you can do. And on the off chance, anybody out there is blind and watching this, which I don't think there is, uh, we're also looking for players as well. That'll all be coming out in the news in the next... Uh, in the next sort of week or so so keep an eye out for that one please if you do see that please give it a share and, and share the news because it's a fantastic thing that the club are doing showing how inclusive they are and I, I can't wait to get the project going so it uh, should be good social media tags you've got yours in early so you might as well get that one in as well yeah so obviously Facebook is uh, if you search Mansfield Town Blind FC and uh, on Twitter it's at MTFC Blind fantastic well check all that out and we look forward to following the journey as well we've got some special plans to sort of work with Nathan a little bit on that and uh, uh, see what happens come on, uh, you with blind that. so come on you blind stags happy days it's all good and who knows maybe uh, what might happen in the future we wish you the very best of luck uh, with that whilst we're talking about all things news these three aren't aware about what I'm going to say so they'll be completely they haven't got a clue what's what's coming up next which is great because I've not had time to talk, talk to them before the show tonight um, and obviously all the cup draw and what have you it's been a busy one Mansfield Matters Legends Live is coming back we haven't decided on a date yet um, it will be probably late November early December it will be back uh, hopefully it will be at the One Course Stadium and the first name to be confirmed and I'm delighted uh, with this because it's one of my uh, all time heroes Neil McKenzie will be joining us uh, for that and hopefully we will have a few of his ex-teammates as well including a man who used to like scoring from the penalty spot until it got to the big stage so that gives you a bit of a bit of a clue to who that might be and a Welsh centre, central defender as well so uh, fingers crossed on that full announcements to come over the coming months but uh, Legends Live will return uh, late November early December and of course if you've missed um, last the last Legends Live it's on our Facebook page uh, to watch it's the pin post so go and watch uh, on there and who remembers a little thing called a trip down memory lane anyone remember that uh, little series something like that yeah. maybe yeah. ish 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 guess what that's coming back too stay tuned for details uh, on that as we uh, interview and talk to former players uh, of the club um, that's it for this week it has been a fun and entertaining week for the Stegs they've certainly put the miles in a long, long day last Saturday to Yeovil, stuck in traffic for the large majority. And if you're me and Cam queuing for a bang average KFC, all for a point. Don't you just love football sometimes? And then on Tuesday night against the Bogey side, nobody saw that coming whatsoever. 6-1 against Accrington Stanley, and it's earned us an away tie at West Bromwich Albion in round two of the Carabao Cup in uh, a fortnight, in about two weeks' time, uh, the last Tuesday of the month. And to top it all off, Callum Butcher off the transfer list, and a nice return for a man called Rose. Who knows what the rest of this season will bring as it unfolds, but you can be sure of one thing, us here at Mansfield Matters will follow the journey from start to finish. I'm Craig Priest, with me tonight, as always, has been Simon Mercer, Nathan Edge and Cam Felton. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Simply because Mansfield matters. See you next week, 6 30. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.